Hello and welcome to the year-end review of Dual Candle Radio with Lenora Sarver. We got a nice show recap for what we went through throughout this year of 2023. If you're interested, stay tuned in. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. Uh, we've got a quick Israel update. Um before we move on with the end of the year show review. I will say that uh, Wednesday, I was praying for Israel again. And I was searching news channels and stuff like that to see, you know, what the update was on Israel. And God had expressed to me something that made me kind of sad. Um, he said, despite everything going on, they have changed directions. They have not necessarily went the way that I, the Lord, have planned out. So now, this is what he has to say. I heard the Lord say, Wednesday, about Israel. You cannot count dead what is still alive. He is a God that would leave the 99 for one. He also said, like many times before, throughout history, Israel has chosen their own path. And God has been with them and ensured their win in some instances, but then humbled them and others. What he is saying today is you are moving forward with your agenda against Hamas. And what you need to be observant of is do not shake the soil and awaken the giants around you. They have been sleeping. But if they sense fear, if they sense threat, they will be up in arms as well. And your initial goal was to retrieve the hostages and take out Hamas. With this, since you're going your own direction, God is with you, but he is warning you. Be careful and shaking the wrong soil. He will see you through this. He has not left you. You are still the apple of his eye. Yet, going your own path doesn't always have the full covering. So be aware and advance and be warned that shaking the wrong soil in the wrong areas could produce more trouble than what is necessary for this time. You have a window of time. He is actually extended for the hostages. You have a window of time. And with that window of time, you can pull back and just focus on your main immediate goals or go through head first 
and reap what is coming. Because not everybody surrounding you is on your side. God is aware of this, and he is warning you prior. So keep your prayers up. Keep doing things God's way, and that's the best way to win any battle. But that is the extent of the Israel update. Going to be right back. We're going to go ahead and move into the year review of the show. See you in a few. All right. So I'm looking. I just got done sitting here for two hours, looking over everything, doing a review, all that good stuff. And this is a lot to squeeze into one hour, but we're going to get it done. We're not going to be able to go over every single detail, but we got the gist of what we need to be looking at here. So basically, we had about 47 episodes of Dual Candle Radio in the year of 2023. And we can go ahead and start in January, work our way through the year. Um, with January, basically... I was just getting on Spotify. I was just getting acclimated to everything and, you know, seeing how it went. And basically, I spoke a lot of my personal testimony and revival. And that was January through February, because that's when we had the revival in Tennessee at the, uh, the college. And one of the main focal points is not only just the need for revival, but the fact that every time God sends a pure move across the world... It is destroyed with perversion. This is why it's difficult to maintain purity in a world like today. But that was like one of the main focal points because we would be having revival spread into other areas than the limited places that it was. But it fizzled out. And I prayed for revival in this area where I'm at, in Cleveland, Ohio. And it never came. I even, you know, stood in agreement with other pastors in the area and still nothing. But yet, I can't, you know, cry over spilt milk. All I can do is keep pressing forward to see what God has next. But yet, that revival brought me back to my beginning years with the Lord, and I expressed that on the show. Then it moves us into March, whenever I was dealing with uh, the inability to speak free speech on social media accounts. I was getting, you know, shadow banned and, and censored and stuff like that. And so I started delving into it and exploring, you know, what what is this? You know, what are my rights? What are the rights of the people? And many people are still dealing from time to time with harassment. You know, their they're poster losing placement in algorithms. They're getting harassed for posting simple things about Jesus and stuff like that. And it's like, man, you know, as far as we know, we're still legal for this moment. Now, I know what I've seen in the future and how this is limited soon but yet I did make in March 
multiple of episodes about free speech, what God's thoughts were, and you can always, you know, look back and listen in on those if you're interested in finding out what the laws and everything is about that and what your actions could be if you are one of the ones facing this. And then we went into April. And that episode was called the month of renewal. And then we had, you know, other episodes about learning more about prophecy. Um, And this is about the time of the year of 2023 that God had me to start releasing prophecy about the heat, the weather, and everything we have going on. Um, And if you haven't noticed throughout this year, you know, most of you are used to receiving prophecies from me by email or prophecies, you know, through blog talk radio or on YouTube whenever I was on there doing that. Um, You're used to me prophesying like this. But then now, you know, God has expanded the gift. He's worked with it more to where if I just have a conversation about a particular topic, and it's the timing of that, then you see events spawning from that a few weeks after the fact. So what God was putting on my heart to speak forth in a timely fashion was kind of giving a heads up of what was coming just because of the type of content he was having me to choose at that time. So it's not just, okay, hi, my name is Lenora, this is a prophecy, thus saith the Lord, da 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 It was just having basic conversations here on Spotify and then watching things happen after that. So, it's a little bit different, I would say, from what you see, you know, regular prophets doing. Um, But I do know that I have yet to see a prophet, any prophets, do what I'm doing today, a year-end review of what they have prophesied throughout the year. I have yet to see any of them really doing that. So they can have some sense of accountability, and if somebody is not holding them accountable, they can at least demonstrate to the public that they are doing what they can to hold themselves accountable. Because it's in the sight of God, and it's in the sight of men. That we have to hold a certain accountability for what we speak. Um, so, with the record-breaking heat around April, because I know I was prophesying sooner, but it wasn't as in-depth and so much of a warning as it was in April. And in April, I spoke in the episode, the month of renewal, about the heat coming. And as of right now, the year 2023 has been deemed the hottest year on record. So I sit back and I think, did I warn them vivid enough? Was I detailed enough? And, and I'm listening back over my shows today and I'm like, okay, I, I don't know how else I could have explained this 
or what other direction I could have taken to warn people besides what I did. But I'm still, you know, expounding on how I should be warning the people. So this is a live and learn process. And I'm glad that God and the people were patient as this is falling as this is falling out as it's you know coming to be but then we also have an episode about the Euphrates River drying up and I made more mention then of what was coming but yet unless people are seeing or unless we are explaining the vision in detail or in an understanding enough for the listener. They don't always grasp what I'm putting forth unless they already have the mind that is looking for God to move, what God is doing, where we are in prophecy and history today. That can be challenging. But then we get on to May and it says... One of the shows that I did was Old and Current Prophecies, and then Battling Spiritual Warfare, and then Bud Light Sales Decline. Now, a lot of people, they're like, why are you getting on there doing a show when you're supposed to be a believer in the Lord about beer? And it wasn't just the fact that it was beer, it was the impact of what abomination has on the nations right now. Not everybody's for it. But the ones who are for it are crumbling under the weight of it. Now, if you look up Anheuser-Busch, they still haven't closed. But at the same time, they're not gaining traction in their sales. They're actually having to downsize and shut down locations. So really, unfortunately, it's just a matter of time. I'm not a beer drinker, so I won't be missing anything. But for those of you who are, and why I would even choose this topic to begin with, is a sign of what is to come. Not just about the beer. It's the concept. This is what's going to be in our faces. And if you're not ready, well, then you'll be caught off guard. It'll feel like you're being smacked upside the head, and you don't know why. So, get in gear get on the path where God has us. And then we have June. And June was the month when all this back and forth weather that I had prophesied was coming to an end and summer was going to win. Well, summer won. All right. (laughs) Phew. But I made a show then. Uh, Climate change and your power. Basically telling you that you can pray and cancel out the storms. You can pray and cover your city in prayer to keep your city and your your neighborhood free. You have that power as a believer to do these things. It's not just me over here. I'm not the only one who's able to do this. Whenever he said in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all men, all women, all children. And they will have dreams. And they will have visions. They will have these abilities to see what is coming. Now, why would he pour out his spirit in the last days? 
to give you people a chance of warning so you can get to the high ground, so you can get your family into a safe place, so you can be alerted before the news stations, before the governments, before anybody else around you that you depend on for your information can tell you. God is already on it. And all we have to do is get an alignment with him. And you'll receive it as well. And it usually starts out with, hey, I got a funny feeling about something. And then you start tuning in on it, praying over it, say, okay, what's going on? And God reveals. That's it. That's the power. And the modern person will not have that because they don't believe. Plain and simple. Well, then we have... After the June episode and after the heat's really kicking in and and people are seeing, you know, at this time, around this time of the year, that's when I was saying, hey, you look at Spain. What is going on in Spain is coming our way. Are you ready? And I don't know if people are really ready because, you know, when the prophetic speaks out, everybody kind of listens to what they say. But they really don't give much thought to it because it's the prophetic. You know, they don't have a very good reputation. Just saying. I mean, a lot of people, they're like, wait a minute, I'm a prophet and I have a good reputation. Well, if you are liked by other people, you better read the scripture about that because that's not a very good sign. But hey, I didn't write the good book. (laughs) I just, I read it. I try to live by it. But yet, there are a few voices out there that are telling it like it is. And those of you are probably getting beat up because, you know, people around you do not receive this type of information. But now, now, when you get on social media now, because a lot of the things I was covering around this time was censorship, social media issues, and what God has to say about it, plus the you know the climate issues and, and all that coming into play. Um, when it comes to this type of issue, we've got to be clear. But then also, if you pull up your social media. You see all kinds of people now who are saying, oh my God, I feel something's coming. Something's coming. Something's coming to break. It is all over the human race. And whenever you have a race, such as the human race, coming together, realizing, hey, (laughs) something's not right. Something's coming and nobody's ready for it. That's a sign in itself. Because a lot of people don't just all hop aboard the same train at once, normally. You have a lot of skeptics out there. You got a lot of people say, yeah, I know you're in the prophetic, and I've followed prophets before, but I really don't believe in any of it. You know, them ones. It's like, okay, you, you have your free will. And if you've been, you know, hurt or messed over by the prophetic before, well, then you're not giving the prophetic a second or third chance. And that's given. That's basically what I would do. So I can't tell you anything different on what to do. 
But basically, in Scripture, it says, do not despise prophecy. Hold on to what is good. Hold on to what is true and discard the rest. So we have got to go in any prophetic meeting with the Holy Spirit and with discernment. Because some of the things that you hear prophets saying now, you know, and there's so many prophetic voices out there right now from when I started. Um, a lot of them are, well, this one's going down or that one's going down. It's like, you know, God's main goal is for everyone to not perish, but to know him. Okay. But you can tell by what they're prophesying to what spirit they are prophesying from. Not all of them are from God, but you're going to need your discernment that has been given to you and that you are operating in through the Holy Spirit to get to the bottom of what is really happening. We are to the point now in the human race in general, God has poured out his spirit to where you can have a conversation with another believer and they're right there with you. They understand what you're saying. This is where we are growing and evolving to. We all know something is not right. And at the end of the show, today, I will give you a right now prophecy of what to look for. And then I'm going to do like a ground level prophecy of just people matters and, and what people are going through their personal lives versus a grand scale view of like just the world, the climate, um, political, etc., economically, all that. So at the end of the show, we're going to do that. Um, then that moves us into July. In July, it was kind of monumental for me because I was really, you know, I was able to work with God a lot closer. I was able to pray and get him to show me a really in-depth dialogue. Because in July, we got to the Canadian wildfires. Uh, it was the episode of News Commentary and Time to See the Light. Um, and then what was so interesting about the Canadian wildfires is I was actually praying. Constantly. Because, you know, my place where I was living in Cleveland was smelling like burnt plastic. We couldn't even see the air. It wasn't as bad as New York. It wasn't as bad as Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C., you could barely see across the street. That is how bad the wildfires had gotten. And I remember praying and asking God, okay, um, I need you to pull up a storm out of Lake Erie. I took screenshots of the weather report of a storm specifically coming up out of Lake Erie. So, basically, that is on my Instagram. Within 24 hours of calling for prayer, I was able to post that picture. So I knew God was on it. And then I had some goof-ups, too, because, you know, I didn't know. I'm not a meteorologist. I, I'm just like, Lord, I want to walk outside and, and enjoy the outside for once. I've been cooped up in this house all throughout winter 
And anybody who lives in the Northeast, once we get a moment to where we can go outside, oh my goodness, we are out there and we ain't coming back in. No, no, we're stuck in the house too much. You know, many of you live in the South, you got about, oh, I don't know, four to six months of winter up here. We got eight to ten at times. Now, the last couple years have been a little bit different, but we have the climate change in effect. You know, I I, I go with that name. I know what's happening, but I go with that name because I know people are going to identify quicker with it if I'm saying that. But with the wildfires, God was really tuning in with that. He was bringing the rain. He was doing all this mess. I even prayed for hurricanes to come up through and hit that area. Well, a couple months later, it hit the area. But it was over towards New York, coming through that way. And that's how God was dealing with it. And and he... (laughs) Nowadays, whenever you go to pray for rain, God is in the mood and in the theme, so to speak, of extremes. That is where we're going into 2024, where it's going to be the year of extremes. Um, I know I've you know expressed that. That's why I'm only doing a year-end review up until November, because he's telling me, leave December out. I'm like, okay. But basically, in the, the July episode that I'm speaking about, it says, news commentary and time to see the light. As I was reading and listening over to all my shows throughout the year, this was the part that I had questions. Was, I know in this particular show, I was talking about God's sadness. And he wasn't telling me in detail what it was. But I prayed about it today. He didn't answer yet. I usually give him time. Because he answers when he's ready. But I wonder if he was sad then for what was getting ready to happen on October 7th. I can't help but wonder if that was the reason for his sadness. He did not tell me at that time. He just placed within me like a download of understanding to just comfort, to just be mindful to just walk with him through this. He did not let me speak in detail during that show. But today, now that I look back, I wonder, was it because of that? I can't help but wonder. So I'm waiting to see what he says. Because I lifted it up. Now it's just waiting for the information to come through. But then, after that, in July 2023, I started moving into a transhumanism kick. And then I started having, like, hurricane visions of hurricanes morphing together. I said, if it didn't happen this year, it's going to happen next year. Well, I literally watched, I think it was a month later... I don't remember exactly, but there were hurricanes on both sides of Florida. And I thought, oh my God, this is going to be it. And I thought they were going to merge together and become one super storm. 
but God told me. If it doesn't happen this year, it's going to happen next year. Now, what I noticed around this time, and you can listen back to the shows, but you may have to listen to the entire show because I was all over the place. I didn't keep things as organized as what God is having me do now to try to single in on the exact part of the show where I'm saying specific prophecies or things that are to come. So that is getting worked on now to where it's easy to reference back. So he's showing me how to keep everything organized. Thank God. (laughs) But basically after that period, I started watching all the hurricanes that were getting ready to hit the East coast. And I knew high waves we're going to hit, hit the East Coast. It was hitting California later on, but I knew it was going to hit the East Coast. And I noticed all the hurricanes that were coming through blew off the East Coast. And I prayed and I asked God, I was like, okay, I know what you showed me, but what's going on here? And he says, it's a new wind type military operation. This is how they keep the hurricanes off the coast. I thought, Okay. I have yet to really investigate that. I just kind of went with it. But give me time. And it really depends on whether God wants me to do a show about it or not. So I would say get your hopes up or don't get your hopes up. One of the two. Just roll with it. But then I went on to the Amendment 218 and, and an episode about that. And more censoring, you know... This next year is going to be a doozy when it comes to censorship. Because once they get key players in the presidential race out of the way, you are going to see censorship step back up at an all-time high. That means nobody will be allowed to speak against any particular presidential candidate. Nobody will really be allowed to express their opinion or anything that is leading away from a candidate or towards a candidate around the times where there's going to be voting. So just giving you a heads up now, whatever you're going to say, say it now. I know we're not far enough into the presidential race to really express deeper detailed opinions about things, but just know around that time, you're going to see a restraint, but in effect, And nobody's going to be speaking anything. Just a heads up. But then we also have um, July 29th was the prophecies of what's to come. That was actually the most listened show out of all the shows I released this year. So with that I was speaking about geoengineering in that episode but the geoengineering at the time what they were doing is they were just you know putting like the chemtrails and stuff like that up but then we started moving into a reflective type glass I'm not sure if glass would be that proper word but it was reflective in hopes to blot out the sun 
so we can maintain a cooler environment. But then, a couple months later, after I'm warning them, like, hey, you might want to rethink this, because you're going to start messing up the ozone layer. And basically, fill up a Ziploc baggie with air. It stays in there, especially if you close it. Well, that's what is happening and was happening to the Earth. All the heat stayed enveloped in after this operation. And then you have the reflective part reflecting back the sun. And then we have what I question now. Solar storms. Now, I guess that's normal. But the extent and intensity of it. Solar storms. Yeah. November. uh, December 2023. Could that have led to solar storms? Now, for many of you who were like, hey, yeah, it's a solar storm. I didn't notice anything. But a lot of the communications were challenged. A lot of the anything with reception, anything that was passing through the air digitally, that was challenged. You had a lot of the people who were saying, oh, man, I had a lot of migraines. But I, I also was warning people around this time. Hey, get your medicine in place. The back and forth weather that's coming up is going to stir migraines. Well, then we also have other issues that I overheard pagans talking about. Well, my teeth are hurting or I have this strange headache. It just won't go away or something like that. And they're like, oh, this has got to be from the solar storm because we're star children. Jesus fix it. But that's all the um, stuff that I was listening and hearing around that time. And it made me wonder, did those operations of geoengineering stir up higher intensity solar storms. But I am not the scientist. I am not a meteorologist. So all I can do is speculate. But then that moves us up into August. And the show that I did then was more prophecy and updates because basically the last episode of this time of year that I was doing the prophecies of what's to come. I didn't get it all out. But then we were at the time where I was warning the farmers about their crops and stuff like that. Well, a couple months after that is when we started seeing like the farmers um, over I want to I say Europe, but I don't have that news story in front of me, so I can't really collect back from that verbatim but I know that the farmers were having issues because of the inflation and how much it costs just to get you know products and stuff they needed to maintain their lands and then the fact that you know the crops and stuff not being able to get started good last spring because of the late frost and I was even warning at that time to throw your seed late but if you throw your seed late you're not going to have as much crop but even throwing it at the right time at this period you were not going to get as much crops so I was warning them then in advance now this is August by October is when we started rolling out news stories of oh yeah 
uh, our crops aren't that good this year. We're actually having to take a loss. So it was coming to pass. And then, this is also around the time where I was making comments about all the weather um, updates that were coming out in July of people saying, oh, we're going to have a bad winter. It's going to be all kinds of snow and this, that, the other. And God had me call this out. And he says, you better think again. The world, the earth, is going to need time to cool off. So we're going to have back and forth weather. It's going to be warm one day, snow in the next. And one of the things that God had pointed out to me that I was having problems wrapping my brain around. Whenever he would tell me this in prayer, I'd be like, okay, Lord, yeah, how, how's it going to do that? How are we going to get 80 degree weather one day and then snowing the next? How is this going to happen? And then I closely watched the next couple months. And oh my goodness, God was not kidding. His move defies the laws that are in place over the weather, over the cycles, over the earth. Literally, <clears throat> he was saying, it does, it can, and it will, despite what you have been taught. The weather will change the drop of a second. And I was just baffled. I was just baffled. Like, how can Earth actually do this? Because I would, you know, growing up, you always had a little bit of time for things to get cold or a little bit of time for things to get warm. You didn't have that immediate back and forth like we have now, and the temperature changes. And God has been teaching me a lot about this what to look for, how to act. Um, it's mind blowing to me. <laughs> But then, at this time, when the scientists and all the meteorologists and stuff were predicting the bad winter, and God said, no, look at the extreme heat we just came out of. And then he spoke about the tug of war throughout the seasons. Spring, we had a tug of war. Summer finally won in June. But this is just on my side of the world <laughs> whenever I was prophesying this even though it turned out to be global effects so the same heat wave we suffered last summer just gravitated and moved its way around the globe and it is still circling the globe today folks so you see what we went through last year. Get ready for this next year. Because we're not just going to have high ocean temperatures. We're not just going to have the, the Ziploc bag approach to keeping the heat in. We've got the same heat that's been circulating the world ever since then. And it is just going to intensify. This is what we have coming. All I can do is start now. Warning the people on what's coming. But then we have tornadoes losing their cycles. God told me to give you a heads up on that. Um, then we have around 
the week of August 19th. And on into September, this is about the time where God was saying, Hey, I know you have prayers out there where you're covering Hollywood because of where your friends and stuff are in lower California. <clears throat> and I know that you have prayers covering and protecting over the Cleveland area. I'm going to need you to lift those prayers. And I remember how baffled I was. I was like, what? What do you mean, lift those prayers? Wait, wait, wait. That was protecting prayers. He said, lift it. I said, okay. So I did. I went into prayer. I said, okay. I'm doing what you asked. I think it was about a week later. That's when we had the uh, tropical storm, the hurricane flooding that came into Hollywood um, and the lower California area. And then we had, what was it, 11 to 12 tornadoes that hit Cleveland the same week. I was like, oh. And the Lord basically told me. Whatever storms get close to you, you can handle it. You can take them out. But that, they have to be close to you. And I had to go in prayer even more. I was like, okay, what do you mean by close? Like a couple miles? Like right outside? You know, what can I do here? <clears throat> that whole night, I just stayed gripping the side of my bed. Sitting on my bed, just gripping it. Like ready to jump off that bed and run outside and just start canceling out these storms through prayer. And Lord, it was like, don't you dare. You sit right there. Nothing is near you yet. You sit right there. I think I was able to take down one. And it ended up restarting 30 minutes later. Below me on the map. <clears throat> so, I was at least allowed to do that. <laughs> Thank God. But, he has his reasonings for things. He did not go into ex you know extreme detail on why he was doing what he was doing. I just had my command. I followed that through with obedience. And here we are. That was scary. But then... <clears throat> we have... The tropical storms he was warning of. The um, hurricanes and stuff. That he, you know, we had a very active year. And he told me in advance. We're going to have an active season. And it's going to be late into the year. As long as you have warm ocean water, warm air, the hurricanes are going to go. And it was actually late into the season, because usually they wrap up about October. And I think, I may have to look this up to be for certain, but I'm pretty sure we still had activity in November. I'll have to double check on that one. But yet, <clears throat> that's when we started moving into September. And that's when I made the episode, When Ten Kings Agree. That episode was in reference to the BRICS nations, to the, like, COP28, and all these leaders coming into agreement. Because I felt this was going to be bigger and broader. And I still feel this. Still, to this day. This will be bigger and broader than just climate. That we're going to be all coming together to agree on a new way of life versus just handling the climate issues. So there's going to be a shifting 
in leadership across the world because of this. The smaller countries are going to have to come together and consolidate into one actual leader, unfortunately. So, if you happen to get a chance to listen to the When Ten Kings Agree, put those eyes on and you'll see that there's going to be some alarming similarities to what the worldwide agenda is. Then, at that time, I started prophesying, you know, early about 2024, um, what kind of storms and stuff we're going to have, and I had a vision of like a double vortex. We are heading into a vortex now. Will if it's going to double up or will if it even has the ability to, I don't know. But I'm going to watch for it and I'm going to see if it's going to happen exactly what, how God showed me in the vision. Because if that's the case, we're going to be warm and nice and cozy one minute and then in a flash, frozen solid. Okay, this is what's headed. And it's not going to be an easy maneuver because you'll be driving down the road and just got done raining and all of a sudden you're, you're on a sheet of ice. You better hang on. So this is how drastic the temperature changes are going to be fluctuating this next year. So we've just kind of got like a spoiler, so to speak, on the back and forth tug of war weather. Now we're to the point where it's just going to happen. Snap the finger. Boom. We're going to be cold or boom. We're going to be hot. It's not going to be a whole lot of warning in between the two. So... But then, something else that God had me to, and it was interesting, because he said hurricanes, but then he said the main thing was tropical storms, just all over the globe. Tropical storms, bringing flooding, bringing, you know, high waves. He was specific about that, and that is what we've had, like, tons of them this year, all over the globe. So you're getting a taste of how this is building, where it's going, and what to expect this next year. So be prepared for the worst and be happy when it's not. It's the best way I can tell you. But then we have, when I was speaking about the hidden recession, and then also I was speaking about inflation, about, you know, high gas prices and stuff like that. And I think it was... September through October, November, I mentioned some stuff about it. About people just having a hard time with this. It's like, do I put gas in my car? Do I buy my medication? It's like both of them are necessary, but I can't afford both. This is where people were at. And I really feel like after that show, I don't know if it's just the prayers or maybe they listened into the show. I don't have proof. But I really feel like they were listening to that and they were saying, hey, we are hearing... Hence, and, and emotions from a, a voice that we can't always get to because they're blocked off. They're the broker end. They're the, what even some people consider as bottom feeders. And it's not even right to think that. Because you'd have to say, well, I'm above you and you're below me. Well, not necessarily. We all put our pants on the same way, at least I hope. And there might be a few people who stand upside down and do it, but hey, you're talented. But nonetheless, 
our graves are all rectangular. Boom. This is why we shouldn't get too hyped up and high and mighty and stuff like that. This is why we should demonstrate a great sense of humility. We never know when that rectangle is coming for us to get into. So with that, I don't feel like a lot of those people who are at what they claim to be the lower end is able to be heard. So you are not too broke to speak. You are not too thrown away to be heard. You are not in a position just because you need things that you don't matter. You do matter. And your voice standing up and letting the people know what's going on is what this world needs. It's what our leadership needs so we can find out how the results are panning out at the bottom. Because not everybody is meant to stay at the bottom forever. Just so you know. But then with the hidden recession and everything, it seemed like, you know, later on, I noticed the gas prices started going down here in, in Ohio. Not necessarily across the board, but hey, I was happy. But then we have October to November, and that's when I started the Israel updates. God had me to add this into the show. Every show, until this was done and over with, I still have prophecy to release for this. But I cannot, because the hostages are not accounted for. And that was God's rule. I cannot speak it until this happens. So, with the updates and the hostages... um. You know, God was telling me some of the stuff that they had to go through and where they were at. And, you know, through the news stories, that has been verified. They were in the tunnels. Boom. That's been verified. The women experienced horrible things. Unfortunately, that has been verified. And I I am not the least bit happy at all. I, I am to the point where I wished somebody could have just went straight in. The minute I saw the vision and handled this. But... I'm over here. I'm on Spotify. I, I try, I'm trying to do what I can with what I know and what I have access to. But that is basically Dual Candle Radio, the year of 2023 in review. You can look back at the shows that I had just mentioned. And I hope you have a minute, because a lot of this is spread out. I'm a little all over the place with the prophecy. But this way, you can look back and see what God's used me to do, what happened. Go ahead and get your news stories, get your Google ready, because you're going to need to pull up and see on time frames how accurate God is. Be right back. All right. <clears throat> got about nine minutes left of the show. I'm going to get um, a right now prophecy for the people. So basically, over this year, if you've experienced a lot of loss, if you've experienced horrible trials and tribulations that have went on for long seasons, you are done. God is pulling you out. You have served your time in this matter of suffering. It is coming to an end. New year, And with that, you're going to see the sunshine again through your dark clouds. Those of you who have been in an unusual fog where you can't really tell heads or tails sometimes, you don't know what's going on, you just feel like you're in a dream world, 
that is getting ready to clear out. You're going to have more visibility, but then you're also going to have more clarity in your decision making. You won't be in this fog anymore. And those of you who were in the fog and you're trying to figure out how you got there, it was emotional difficulties, facing emotional tragedy even that would bring someone to that. Um, for those of you who are having issues financially, that is getting ready to break. This next year, we're going to have ups and downs, especially politically. Politically, we will have a year of extremes. You're going to see many groups that even act like cults to an extent come forward and make trouble, but in the process, we're going to see the economy iron out in some ways because now they're looking after the working man and woman. So with this, you're going to see your monies go a little bit further. You're going to see things balance out with your finances. You're going to see inflation start to dwindle down except for what is needed to transition into the digital currency. We still have that on the board. Now, for those of you who understand this transition, I see a lot of you talking about the transition and what to do, but your best bet is to start getting things in order and appraised at the highest dollar amount in the globe. Because right now in Ukraine, the American dollar is 50 cents. It's not a dollar. And you wonder why we're sending all this money. Well, then it's because the American dollar is losing its value. So if you have important assets, stuff like that, start getting that appraised. Those of you who have the ability and have the capital and you want to move forward and start creating your own appraising offices for this particular deal move forward. You will be able to make a lot of money on doing this. Now, keep your appraisals up to date because as the American dollar loses value and we transition into digital currency, whatever value your assets are under, so if it's under the American dollar, you're losing out. You're not going to get the transition that you need. You're not going to get the money that it's worth. So if you go ahead and get it appraised under digital currency, so to speak, then that will maintain and hold your value, okay? And for those of you who have been having just problems with your relationships and stuff like that, um, you are going to finally sit down and be able to do your moral inventory of self to see where you're going wrong. And you're going to find out you're not the one going wrong. You just need new environments. You need to remove yourself from the equation this is the year to finally take a stand to do that. Enough is enough. That is what I hear the Lord saying for those who feel stuck. <clears throat> and then we're going to have those who have been in the limelight drop down. And they're not going to be included. They're going to be hearing and focusing and receiving an exclusion. So be ready. God is basically putting into effect within the body a threshing floor and with this a lot is going to die out 
There's still some going to be left alive, but a lot of it is going to die out in the means of poisonous doctrine. So, with this moving forward, if this is what you're operating in, it's going to be challenged, it's going to be tested, it's going to be sifted, and it's going to be thrushed out on the threshing floor. Beat out, so to speak. So, get ready for your points of exclusion, because that is what's coming. And for those of you who have been dealing with health issues, a lot of this is going to be a make or break year. Either you're going to make through it or it's going to break you. And it's going to take you out. One of the two. But where we're headed into the year of 2024, you're going to see a lot less stress on the modern citizen because they're going to be kind of ironing out their viewpoints on things and coming to a place of peace. So this is what's going to be a freeing area for a lot of people. Because they've been held up. They they don't know what to do next. They're, they're caught and frozen in a state because of what has been going on in the world. So they don't know if they need to move forward with their plans or their goals or their dreams. For those of you who have big dreams, especially starting businesses and stuff like that, March is going to be your month to move forward with business ventures, avenues, venues. So keep that in mind. Now, those of you planning marriage this year, what I hear the Lord say is endure a sabbatical away from each other for about a week or two. And when this happens, you're going to see more on an internal core level what kind of love you have for this person and if you really want to proceed forth. God is honoring and accepting unions this particular year who are putting him first. The rest are going to be challenged and probably tore apart. So get ready for 2024 to be a pretty good size year for low marriage, high divorce rates, unfortunately. But the key is you just got to keep God first to begin with. Once that happens, everything else just flows. You get your horizontal and your vertical in the right direction. Things flow or turn sour. One of the two. Now, as far as Dual Candle Radio, what, what's going on? I mean, I'm looking over. I did a year-end review. Uh, it looks like I got another job for next year. It looks like everything's panning out pretty good. I don't have a whole lot of goof-ups uh, when it comes to prophesying forth what God's saying. And a lot of it seemed to be lining up to a scary, detailed perfection. And that just made me want to go run into my cave and not come back out for a little bit. Because a lot of this stuff is scary. Either way, God does not give callings to this to people because we're at a point in history where everything's going to be okay. No, the bottom is falling out, folks. That's where we're headed. I'm not doing fear-mongering. I'm not doing anything like that. I'm, I'm warning you to let you know what's coming. But in the meantime... For those of you who enjoy what I'm doing here on the show, you may go to my Spotify page, give me a five star, click follow so you can be notified as new shows come out every Saturday. And like always, it's a pleasure and a blessing to come into your homes with some sort of message every week. Lord willing, we will see you next weekend. In the meantime, 
Have a blessed and great New Year's and night. See you next week. Thank you.